Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today's episode is brought to you by Cave Social. Cave Social is a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles that can help your business grow online. So if you're feeling like you don't got the time for marketing or you feel like you know you suck at it and you need help, head over to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us, book a free consultation, and they'll be able to help supercharge your marketing and take your business to the next level. I'm going to insert some more buzzwords next time I say that. All right. <laughs> Today on the show, I'm sitting with Matt Deller. He is the chief global sales officer and marketing officer at Villa Maria Wines in Auckland, New Zealand. So joining me from Auckland, New Zealand, far away. And we talk everything to do with wines. He actually spent some time in Silicon Valley working for Constellation Brands, then in Napa Valley and doing e-com here in California as well before heading back to New Zealand and taking a lot of that startup methodology and thinking, you know, to Villa Maria. So interesting conversation and, you know, about ruffling some feathers and disrupting the company from the inside out. If you like wine and disruption, sit back and enjoy. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today, I'm sitting with Matt Deller. Matt, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jordan. It's a pleasure to be on your show and uh, to share... I guess my story with your listeners. Beautiful. No, I'm, I'm happy you're here. And listeners, Matt's joining us from Auckland, New Zealand. I'm in Los Angeles. He's a global sales and chief global sales and marketing officer at Villa Maria Estates, but has a career that's been in several beverage companies. I know you worked at, is it T-O-R or Tor Wines? Tor, yes. Uh, before that, and then worked under Constellation Brands. But I'm happy to have you here, man. And I want you to take it away and kind of tell your story from where it started, walk through your journey so far and to where you are today. Yeah, thanks, Jordan. And I guess I hope that my story might be interesting, particularly for, because I, I understand the audience are predominantly marketers. And as my title suggests, I straddle both camps of sales and marketing. And I'm a big believer in the integration of, of sales and marketing and, and I guess the blurring of those lines these days. So I guess I'm hoping that my story might be interesting for people who believe the same. So I guess I started out in the wine industry back here in New Zealand in 1993 and I was working for something that probably for, for many of your listeners would be hard to imagine, but it was called a mail order wine company. So <laughs> so long before the internet was invented, rolled out, we um, people would get their credit card statements or their newspaper inserts, and they would actually have to fill out all the details with their credit cards and address and everything, and literally put it in an envelope and mail it into us. One of my jobs was to open those envelopes and key in all that information into the computer. So that was my salubrious start in sales and marketing in the wine industry. But uh, over time, I worked for Pernod Ricard, which is uh, a large uh, French-owned wine and spirits conglomerate in sales, and then um, started my own business with a business partner here in New Zealand. And because of uh, our size, particularly in the first few years, I really did have to 
work hard at at learning marketing concepts as well as as uh, as getting out there and and peddling my wares. And as we grew, I think the marketing side of things really attracted me. How do you create that demand pull without which the sort of sales push becomes harder and harder? Because I was doing both the sales and the marketing, I guess I put more pressure on myself to get better at marketing to uh, make my sales job easier for myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I sold out of that business and in 2012 went to work for Constellation Brands, which is a Fortune 500 uh, wine and spirits and beer company based in the US and moved up to the San Francisco Bay Area just north of where you are, Jordan, and joined the global marketing team at Constellation, responsible for the New Zealand portfolio of brands, which includes some brands that you guys have probably heard of and enjoyed, Kim Crawford and Nobolo, for example. And that's where I really got to learn the science of marketing above and beyond the, I, I guess, my sort of behind the bike sheds marketing uh, learning that I'd learned out, out in the streets. And that was an incredible learning experience, which I was then able to apply at Wine Access and, and learn a lot more about the e-commerce world at Wine Access, which is a Silicon Valley-owned sort of pure e-commerce wine retailer. And then I joined uh, Tor as Chief Operating Officer, where I guess I got to sort of put everything everything together, the, the sort of big corporate learnings, the scrappy little business learnings, the e-commerce learnings all came together. And now I find myself eventually here leading all of the global marketing and sales teams for Villa Maria, which is uh, the largest private owned winery in New Zealand and the third largest winery overall. And hopefully also a wine that uh, your listeners are familiar with and have, have enjoyed over the years. Very cool. Now, Talk to me a little bit about, okay, moving to the Bay Area, getting in under Constellation and, you know, everything in the Bay Area is a million miles a minute. And really from a technology standpoint is, you know, setting the tone for the rest of the world. Now, at least that's how I feel. <laughs> Every time yeah. I go up there, I'm like, this place is, there's a lot going on. You're not wrong. Now, <laughs> talk to me about going back to Auckland now and having that experience, you know, not only in the US, but in the Bay Area and taking some of the lessons, particularly around marketing and innovation and trying to, you know, inject those now into Villa Maria. Are there any, is there anything that sticks out where you're like, okay, you know, we're going to take a more of a startup methodology with our sales process or um, something that you picked up that, yeah, that you're using now back, back at Villa Maria? Oh God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Villa Maria is a coming up 60-year-old family-owned wine company. It was run a very certain way for a very long time. The founder owner has uh, you know, fully retired last year. I would say it was perfect timing, someone like me coming into the business, because I guess as Sir George Fisnich, our, our founder owner, entered his 80th year last year, he perhaps had become a lot more conservative in his management of, of sales and marketing. And me coming in, you know, with coming from that sort of Silicon Valley, sort of big corporate and startup experience, it's I've, I've definitely had to bring people who you know, had, had got into a bit of a comfortable groove along on a pretty rapid journey. But everyone's really excited for the first time, really in Villa Maria's history, we'll be rolling out a really powerful new brand platform, 
Next year, I've done a major portfolio restructure and sort of consolidated down the portfolio from, you know, we had, had, I think, nine brands down to sort of three core global brands and, and two technical brands. You know, there's been a lot going on in the in my six months at Villa Maria that's really exciting, and everyone on the team is definitely along for the ride. But but it's a it is a lot faster paced than perhaps I might have been used to. <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing about getting your company to embrace disruption from the inside, so you don't have to fight it from the outside. And I think that's such a key thing to do, and to start injecting into a company. And like you said, if you can get the excitement. As long as there's excitement and then there's logical reasoning behind the moves you're making, like, hey, we're moving to, you know, we're going to consolidate the brands to stop diluting our message, exactly. right? And then people are like, all right, that makes sense. Like, it just, you know, maybe someone's attached to it, but you're like, this is better, easier to tell this story, which really transitions me to my next question. You all have done something at Villa Maria that I have never seen a small business do, not only in the beverage industry, wine industry, but just small business, at least not that I know of. Uh, You've created a documentary Mm -hmm. that is living on Amazon Prime, uh, a bunch of other places on the internet. I guess, talk to me about what sparked that idea. I mean, and then I guess the idea to put it on a distributed platform like Amazon Prime, opposed to throwing it up on YouTube or yeah, we could walk through that. Yeah, I I think, you know, Villa Maria has always thought boldly, you know, I think back to 2001, when Villa Maria made the sort of wholesale decision to switch all of our closures from cork to screw cap in one fell swoop. I mean, that was a huge thing back then. I think U.S. consumers are familiar with the fact that New Zealand wines are, are bottled under screw cap these days, but 20 years ago, that was not the norm at all. And for a company the size of Villa Maria to do that across its entire production was dramatic. We have always thought boldly. I think the, the, I, I think the first thing to clarify is that the vintage documentary was not our production. So a production company approached us and they had, they had done a lot of research in the New Zealand wine industry and talked to a lot of winemakers. And, you know, Villa Maria is kind of considered the, basically, we're all good winemakers in New Zealand, go to learn. So the documentary filmmakers kept coming to the same conclusion. Everyone kept mentioning Villa Maria, Villa Maria, Villa Maria, if they wanted to do this documentary. So they actually approached us. So the documentary was about the viticulturists and winemakers and the harvest at Villa Maria, but it is not a Villa Maria documentary, produced documentary. Okay. Um, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So it really had to stand on its own. It had to stand on its own two feet as a documentary, and it is a legit, you know, documentary produced by MediaWorks. They were eager to get it uh, shown on platforms where where people watch watch documentaries. Wonderful for us to be chosen and also wonderful for us to have our, you know, what we take our pride in, which is the passion and sort of determination of our bit of culture and winemaking crews. Wonderful for them to get to tell their story. Very cool. Now, talk to me a little bit about Villa Maria and a customer acquisition strategy. Now, are you, and really when it comes to marketing, are you looking to speak direct to consumers? Is that a priority to build the brand there? Or is it really about getting more distribution channels, whether that be increasing retailers or partnering with an airline? You know, what does that look like from a from a growth perspective? Yeah, so we 
you know, we want one to follow the other. How the Villa Maria brand has been built over the years is through the quality of the wine and people have discovered it and then become really loyal consumers of, of Villa Maria. So, you know, once people try it compared to the competition, then we have them. Something that you said before really captured me and that was about how do you take the rest of the organization along on the journey. So I'll just give you a quick recap of the the two pieces of research that we commission and, and the second of which we're in the middle of right now is first where you conducted a big global consumer research project, qualitative research project that took the form of in-depth interviews via Zoom and captured a lot of interesting insights from the consumer around their perception of Villa Maria and why they drink it, why people who don't drink it haven't yet, et cetera, et cetera. So these were consumers of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, both people who had and had not tried Villa Maria. What we're doing now is actually an internal research study led by the same research organisation to understand what is it that makes Villa Maria unique? What is our DNA? What are our beliefs? What are our values? And what are our stories that define Villa Maria and distinguish us from other wine companies in the world? So we, we're undergoing that now. Once we have that and once we have those stories, then we'll go into production, bringing those stories to life through content and whatever content makes sense for those stories, whether it's imagery, whether it's videography, whether it's podcasts like this, we'll develop a content strategy and then we'll be pushing that content strategy out through digital channels, particularly social, you know, paid social media boating. So absolutely the idea is to sort of capture people into our CRM system and develop a, a, a relationship with people in global markets. And that's not for direct-to-consumer shipping you know, or retail. That's just a pure direct-to-consumer relationship with the intention that they will purchase the wine through the regular retail channels. But the, the idea behind that is to provide a platform for our loyal consumers to be able to share their love for Villa Maria with like-minded friends. So we're sort of hoping for a fairly organic sort of referral type campaign. Beautiful. Enabling community, right? Enabling exactly. and building community simultaneously. Yep. And um, all, all the, uh, the much overused word ecosystem. <laughs> well, I think one of the things you touched on there that's so huge is you said, we're going to hear the stories and then figure out which medium is best to put that story out on instead of saying, you know, we're going to make everything podcast or we're going to make everything YouTube or whatever it may be. So really taking the story and saying, okay, where does this fit, you know, from a strategic standpoint? Because I, I feel like a lot of times, or at a tactical standpoint, a lot of times people and companies are trying to jam everything under the sun into, you know, whatever platform they're choosing. So I really like that as a, uh, a tactical, you know, use and, and really fine tuning where you go out and tell those stories because the better the story you know, and, and the medium that it's on and the fit for it, the more it's going to resonate. The, eventually, the more wine you're going to sell. I think Agree. That- and people, people consume stories in the ways that they want to consume stories, right? Not everyone wants to watch a video. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, exactly. 
somebody will listen to this at one in the morning, I'm sure, you know, a year from now. So that's a beautiful thing about it. But yeah, it's so important when it's stories. I know they did, Adweek did a study out here on California winemakers in a magazine in California. And they showed that when they had the story of the winemaker on the magazine page, they they actually sold 6% more of that wine and at a 15% higher clip. Wow. Than if it was just Cab Sav with a year. No, I believe it. It makes sense. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, wine is about, wine is a social beverage, right? So, and wine can take on so much more meaning than say, a mineral water or <laughs> or, right. or a can of Coke or something. I think those companies have done really good jobs of building meaning into those products, but 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 wine has inherent meaning and, and inherent stories behind it, as you would have seen in the, in the vintage documentary. Yeah, and I don't open a can of Coke on my anniversary, <laughs> you know, and my girlfriend. <laughs> it might be your last anniversary if you do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Awesome. Well, Matt, I I appreciate you coming on the show today, man. Before I let you go, let people know where they can find out more about Villa Maria and connect with you online. Yeah, absolutely. Come and uh, visit us at www.villamaria.co.nz. That's the hub for everything Villa Maria. We also have other brands, eskvalley.co.nz, liftfield.co.nz. So we'd love you to come and uh, join the party. Beautiful. I will put those links in the show notes so you guys can go down, click that link and head over there. Thanks again for coming on, Matt. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Great to uh, connect with you, Jordan. And and I enjoyed it too. All right, everybody. That's it. We'll catch you next time. Um